Welcome to the Imposture to Unstoppable podcast, where physicians can learn how to overcome imposter syndrome and create the career of their dreams. Hey there, we're going to talk about how to trust yourself today. It is the beginning of November, which I personally believe is the best month of the year. <laughs> it's probably because it's my birthday month and Thanksgiving, which is my absolute favorite holiday. Um, we just had Halloween here, and I'll tell you something. Halloween in South Georgia is not for the faint of heart. We were not quite prepared for the onslaught of trick-or-treaters and candy-crazed kids. I mean, I have never seen anything like it. It was quite the experience. I mean, people were tacked on wagons, like these huge, like that you would take a hayride in, wagons to the back of their truck with hay bales and like dozens of children and would just drive around the neighborhood and then they would stop at your house and you just have like 15 kids like charging at you in their Halloween costumes. It was total madness, but um, we'll be more prepared next year. That's for sure. It was very fun. So if, if this is how Halloween normally is for you, wow, it's definitely not like that where um, I'm from in New England. It's a little bit more tame, <laughs> but that was a fun experience. My kids got a kick out of it for sure. So I want to talk about trusting yourself. This is something that comes up a ton with my clients all the time. And something that, of course, I have personally struggled with as well, because I am in fact a human with a human brain. And this just is something that happens. And as we'll talk about in a little bit, we are conditioned definitely through our childhood. And then gasoline is poured on this lack of self-trust as um, doctors. So first, I just want to touch on a few signs that you don't trust yourself. The first one is ruminating about past decisions. So for example, you get home at the end of the day and you find yourself, you can, you're in this thought loop about either a diagnosis that you made or something you said to a patient or deciding on a treatment or not deciding on a treatment or in your personal life, it's maybe deciding that you're going to take a trip at this day and then ruminating about if it's the right time. Should you really take vacation? Are your kids going to like it? And you find yourself kind of stuck in this looping behavior where you can't really get out of it and just decide that this decision was the right one. The next thing is you're afraid of making the wrong choice. So there's something coming up that you need to make a decision on, big or small, and you just find that you are really worried about what will happen if you make the wrong choice. The next one is constantly seeking approval and validation. So this might look like asking everyone you know about the possible options and what they would do before you make a decision. This could also look like knowing, like having an instinct that maybe you do know what choice to make, but then running it by a few people to make sure that they also think it's the right choice. The next sign that you don't trust yourself is procrastination with decision making. So you find yourself that you have to make a decision about something, whether it's um, at work, medication or procedure or how your schedule is run or anything like that, or at home in relationships, and you just can't decide. You can't decide. And this goes back most of the time to being afraid of making the wrong choice. You might find that you second guess choices that you've already made. 
And then the final one, which is which is related, is constantly imagining your life, what what your life would be like if you had made a different decision. So you go back in time and you're like, oh shoot, I I really think I made the wrong choice. And then you go down the path in your mind of how much better your life would be if you have made a different choice at that time. These are all things that are really common and normal. And what I'll say is that it's not your fault that you don't trust yourself. This is definitely conditioned. We are conditioned to not trust ourselves over time. And then you go into the medical field and you really are really, you unlearn how to trust yourself because people are constantly telling you that if you make the wrong decision, someone's life is at risk or maybe you do trust yourself but then you get feedback that counters what you believe about yourself there's a million different reasons in the medical in medical training why we learn to not trust ourselves anymore and it really becomes this habitual belief that we actually cannot trust ourselves because how are we ever going to know if it's the quote unquote right choice or not. However, not trusting in yourself is what is at the root of what of much discomfort for many of us. It's not only because of all the signs we went, I've just gone through, because all of those things feel uncomfortable. It wastes mental energy. It takes up time in our life to be constantly going back into the past and then worrying about the future. It's a lot of time invested in this lack of self-trust. And in order to feel confident and comfortable with yourself, you have to relearn to trust yourself. And here's a few steps how to do it. You need to first acknowledge that it's uncomfortable. It's going to feel weird to just start trusting yourself one day. And the best way that I can say to get over this is start with the small things. So if you find yourself even having a hard time making small decisions like where to go for dinner or where to go on vacation or simple things like that, that that really don't matter all that much in the grand scheme of things, then practice trusting yourself in those moments. The next step is to accept all past decisions as the right ones at the time. And this is not easy, but it is simple. So the past story that we tell ourselves is a choice. And the fact of the matter is the past doesn't exist anywhere except your own memory. And it's clouded with the story that you tell yourself. So that's important because you can decide to tell a different story that puts that sheds a more positive and useful light on it. For example, for a long time, years and years, I had a lot of regret about the college I went to. The choice I made at the time was for superficial reasons. It was for a boy. And I really had the story for a long time that that was a stupid decision I, sh- I wasn't, I didn't take college seriously. I, I could have been so much further ahead if I had chosen a school for actual legitimate reasons and not stupid ones. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have so much debt if I had done that. But 
what I was, what I realized that this story really made me, it took a lot of authority away from me. Instead of just accepting who I was at the time, (laughs) 17 or 18 years old, and there's no way I could have known what was ahead of me or what, what was really going to matter to me in the future. And I decided to, instead of that choice being a negative one, focus on what I went through during that time in college that got me to where I am today. For example, that was really the first time that I stepped into my role as a leader. I became the president of Tau Sigma, which was an honor society for transfer students because I transferred into that college. Um, That was the first time I really did any public speaking and realized that I liked it. I also was a member of Psychi, the Psychology Honor Society, and I really recognized that I liked to be a leader in, in any capacity that would have me. And I also, it was a good example and a good lesson for me to learn what I would and would not, would not accept in relationship with other people. I learned that I don't like Buffalo, New York, and if you live in Buffalo, it's fine, totally it's your, it's your choice, but not for me. Um, and it's what eventually steered me to the path towards becoming a doctor. So there are many good experiences that came out of that choice that I was framing as bad for years. Another example is my first marriage. I'm, I married when I was 24 and got divorced short, shortly after that. And that was a huge regret of mine for a long time until I realized that actually to be in the marriage that I'm in now um, required that experience because what I learned from that and the, the person I became going through that experience was the, was the person I had to become in order to find my partner now and also to have a level of confidence to, rely on myself and not be codependent in relationship. So those things I no longer ruminate about because I have decided to change the story and shift my perspective. And I didn't change the fact of anything. It's not like I'm telling you to make things up. This is about looking at back at the past with a new question in your mind, a question like, what did I learn from this experience? How did I grow from this? What about that time in my life got me to where I am now that I can appreciate? You will find answers to those questions in every single situation. I can guarantee that for you. The next step is to decide to trust each choice, each future choice, no matter what. This came up for me recently when I decided once and for all to leave my last job and move my family to Georgia. I hemmed and hawed about it a while for reasons external to me. Like it didn't make any logical sense. It didn't make any financial sense. I would be letting people down. I would have, there would be contractual obligations that I would have to deal with. All of these things, it it would have been really easy for me to either not make the choice I made, or once I did make the choice, second guess myself. But that's something that I did not do. I, Once I made the decision, 
I decided that it was going to be the right, it was going to be the right choice for me. And there were many times that fear came in and said, what have you done? Was this the right choice? And I had to consciously decide to not listen to that voice because it, it was of no benefit to me whatsoever. And then finally, reframe quote unquote mistakes as opportunities for growth. So like I just said, you'll make decisions and your brain will still decide to say things to you like, was that the right choice or you made a mistake? And that's normal and it's okay. And it doesn't mean that you have to believe that, okay? So you can decide and I highly encourage you to decide to always, if your brain offers you the idea that something was a mistake, reframe it immediately as an opportunity for growth. Ask yourself, what did I learn? How can I grow from this? I have a silly example. A couple years ago, I, I purchased a course about making courses, I think. And it actually di- wasn't that helpful. I completed it and I thought, you know what, this was kind of a waste of money. <laughs> and instead of ruminating about that, which I did for a little bit, I then just decided to ask myself what I can learn. And what I did learn was what got me to what about me and what doubts were there that made me want to purchase that course. And then I was able to work on those limiting beliefs that I wouldn't have been able to recognize without making that choice. So no matter how big or small the decisions you make are, there's always a reframe that can be really, really helpful for you. So this is the knowledge that it takes to learn to trust yourself again. And knowledge is important. All of our left brain dominant people can understand that. But what is also important and maybe more important for lasting change is integration, embodiment of this knowledge, which is the right brain function. And right brain function is what I'm focusing on in my life and glitter membership, which launches on the 14th of November. You can sign up now, and I highly encourage you to do that. If you struggle with self-doubt, lack of trust, rumination, overwhelm, if there's anything going on in your life that you wish were different, or you know that there's something more that you want, but you don't even know what it is, this is the membership that you need. And it's specifically designed for people who would identify as overworked professionals, and you have a calling to be more in touch with your intuitive side. This is an intuitive coaching immersion, essentially, where we will get together regularly every month and work on integration and embodiment of this knowledge that you already have, but you may not know you have it yet. It's also unlimited email coaching, monthly topics where I will teach you things that I have learned or that um, bring in other people who, who can teach you topics that are important. And this is this is driven by the members. So you come in and you will have a say of what we talk about. For all the details and to sign up, you want to go to www.consciousandmedicine.com forward slash glitter. And that link will be in the episode details today. The sooner you sign up, the sooner you can get started with the free bonuses and also the unlimited email coaching. So I encourage you to sign up now. You'll also have an opportunity to learn how to get a free gift mailed directly to you, which is always very fun to get mail. 
So click on the link in the episode details and come join us in the membership so we can work on really integrating this knowledge into your life. Have a great week. Hey there, just wanted to take some quick time here to let you know that if you have been thinking about doing a podcast and it feels really overwhelming and you like the idea of podcasting, but the other stuff like the editing and production feels too overwhelming, I wanted to let you know about the people who now edit and produce my podcast, which is Pretty Easy Podcasts. And for the first year and a half of my podcast, I was doing everything myself. And I had tried to contract out editing and it was really got some really, really bad (laughs) results. So I was hesitant to try again, but I'm so glad that I did because working with Pretty Easy Podcasts has been so amazing. They can get your shows recorded, posted with a complete podcast studio at your disposal. You could record from home, your office or the park or really anywhere. And then they totally cater to your schedule and It's just so easy to work with them. I cannot say enough good things. So if it's been on your mind to do a podcast, then definitely check out Pretty Easy Podcast at prettyeasypodcast.com and sign up today. It's super affordable and it's so fun working with them. So definitely check it out. (music) 